all of this for what? Because of a puppy? Wasn't just a puppy. It's 106 KHQ. What is happening out there? Tyler Woods here, and you are on the podcast where we talk nothing but movies and review movies. And join me again for this installment, Jimmy Hockey. Say hi, Jimmy. Hello. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? <laughs> Jimmy, how was your weekend? I had a great weekend, Tyler. Thanks for asking. Now, Jimmy, uh, I got to address something here before we begin. Okay. We had a plan, and you botched it. I did. You botched it. We had a setup here of yesterday, uh, and due to time constraints, I actually had to cancel and reschedule to today. It's Monday, by the way. Yeah, I uh, I should have seen the movie a day earlier, but I didn't get a chance to. And uh, um, so it's like I'm, I'm I am sitting here in this studio, like all ready to go, and I'm just like, hey, uh, what what's happening out there? Where's Jimmy? Hey, Jim, where are you? It's like I am in the movie theater. I'm like, what? In the theater, the opening credits are rolling <laughs> i'm like little john like yeah okay yeah what Okay. <laughs> if you hear a little bit uh, of a uh, weird audio quality here with this podcast, that's because uh, we're doing a Facebook call. Jimmy Hockey's is currently away at a different location through KHQ. We're making it work. I yeah. think through the magic of technology and the wonder of the internet, something pretty okay here. Yeah. All right. So we are talking about John Wick 3 Parabellum. And what I have to say about the John Wick series is that this is an unbelievable franchise that just knows what it is. It is and doesn't fix anything. Yep, that's a great way to phrase it. Uh, I mean, it's it's starring Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, and Lance Reddick. In this uh, other cast, we have Mark Dacascos. You may remember him as the chairman of Iron Chef. What I also pulled up from his IMDb page, he played Kung Lao from the live-action Mortal Kombat series. That was like, what, only a season long? And then... Barely. Yeah, and remember we were talking about our favorite video game movies, Jimmy? Yeah, last uh, last episode. Uh, yours was Street Fighter, mine was Double Dragon. Yeah. He was in Double Dragon. Oh, what a what a small world. He was Jimmy Lee. He was like the co-star of that movie. <laughs> now I got to watch that again. <laughs> also Better, appearing yeah. is uh, Asia Kate Dillon, actress from The Orange is the New Black and Billions. I guess I didn't pick her out, but now okay. Yeah. What, did you are you familiar with Orange is the New Black? Well, I know of it. I can't say I've ever watched an episode. Ah, okay. Also has appearances of Holly Berry, Lawrence Fishburne, and Angelica Houston, which I was surprised that that was Angelica Houston, Morticia Adams of the Adams Family. And what a great role she played in this film. Oh, my gosh. Perfectly. Oh, I want want to see more of her in future John Wick movies. There's an extra shout out I got to give to one of the extras here. You probably saw him. He was like, he had like uh, long hair. Uh, He was palling around. uh, uh, Mark DeCoscos' uh, character Zero. Uh, let me see if I recognize him. Okay, yeah, he was one of the two henchmen. I've seen this guy in The Force Awakens and one of my favorite Japanese flick, uh, Yakuza Apocalypse. His name is Yayan Ruhian. He got a lot of screen time. My gosh, I mean, that guy is insane whenever he is, like, you know, in a fight. Yeah, well, it proved to be true here on the, the screen in John Wick. Yeah, actually, you know, uh, who pointed him out was Adam Bray. Oh! Yeah, apparently we both uh, caught the same uh, premiere time and uh he's like oh i know that guy I, uh, he was in that freighter scene with han solo in the force awakens and i go 
oh yeah, that is him. And then I look at him again and goes, wait a minute. I've seen him in something else. Yakuza Apocalypse. That is a very insane film. I'll have to check it out. You have to check it out. If not, just come over. I got it on my Fandango now. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So yes, John Wick 3, for the past five years, this film franchise has been showcased as some kind of revenge, chase, thriller, action story that is fast-paced, intense, and it's violence is a very yeah, key note weird. here oh no yeah it does not does not hold back in each installment it just gets better and better yeah bigger bigger more absurd and just how many different ways can we get john wick to kill the bad guy yeah i mean it's like how many how many more times uh can you find ways to you know off somebody it's it's yep. very interesting a uh, pencil. Now let's uh, before we begin. If uh, you have not caught yourself up with the uh, John Wick films, I've actually developed a uh, a quick synopsis uh, to catch you up, so that way you don't have to spend four hours to watch the other John Wick movies, and then you're off to go see the uh, new one. So first, John Wick. It starts off as a guy. You know, John Wick, played by Keanu Reeves, who lost his wife oh, due to an illness. Uh, and in her passing, she leaves him a puppy to keep him company and live for. Depression. Yeah. <laughs> then shortly after, he kind of provokes some Russian gang members, one of them being the son of the mob boss, who later follow him home, kill his puppy, steal his car. And it turns out, unbeknownst to them, John Wick is the assassin of assassins, who is retired Thanks to the son's father. So the first movie is about John Wick getting revenge on the ones who, in a poetic way, helped him retire but brought him out of it. And it ends uh, with him adopting a new puppy. Yeah, all is well that ends well. Yeah. Now, the second movie, it's immediate follow-up. It is about a uh, blood oath John made to acquire a home for his retirement. And hearing that he came back, uh, this guy who... John owes, uh, you know, wants to forcibly hire him to assassinate his sister, who has a, a seat at a high table, who overlooks this fantastic world of assassins. Uh, yeah. But in between all of that, he kind of forces John by blowing up his home. I mean, my gosh, you take his puppy, you take his car, house. I mean, what more can you take from this guy? Man, pushed to the very edge. Yeah. Well, upon completing his mission, the guy who hired John betrays him by putting out a contract hit on him to cover up his involvement with uh, the assassination. And uh, John hunts him down to where he can't kill him because of not only his uh, status, but in the assassin world, there are these hotels, these places, these locations scattered throughout the world where murder, vendettas, or any kind of violence are against the rules. And John... We have rules. Absolutely. <laughs> throw a little... Separate us from the animals. Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka on that one. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. You lose. Good day, sir. You get nothing. <laughs> well, of course, John, being the uh, Baba Yaga that he is, you know, you should Full know by things. now, follows through without care, dispatches the guy who... Because he, st I, I thought he did that because he still thought that he was retired. I thought he did it because he was seeking revenge. And, that and too. he was just pushed to the breaking point by this guy, and enough's enough. That chapter ended with his uh, friend throughout the films, Ian McShane, putting out a contract hit on him, uh, but gives he him... He broke the rules. Yeah, he broke the rules. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. But he gives him a head start due to their friendship, and that's how the second film ends. So here we are... Uh, reviewing the third movie, John Wick 3, Parabellum, uh, it's picking right up after the last movie. And from start to finish, it is just non-stop 
action and tension. I got to give props to the fight choreography department. I mean, they, oh my gosh. this is what these movies are all about, Jimmy. The creative fights with hand-to-hand combat and weapons of all kinds. And all while taking further into this fantastic world of assassins. I, I wanted to know more about this whole world of assassins that we've been introduced to. And it does deliver on that. We also learn oh, more. Time. And we actually learn a little bit more about John Wick. Yeah, he, we get we get a, the most backstory on him that we ever have gotten and i think it's a really interesting backstory too yeah but they only did in like 30 seconds it was one scene yeah just one scene sequence and we learn so much just by the little set pieces that are in the background by by walking through this uh russian orthodox settlement within new york and it was it was incredible coming soon john wick prologue seriously i hope (laughs) i hope the level of violence in this film look jimmy i'm not gonna sugarcoat this at all i have seen things done in other films like you wouldn't believe not only uh through american hollywood but other foreign uh media as well uh japanese movies i mean they're known to up their violence level like yeah lots of macabre gore for the sake of gore machine girl i will never get over that one no matter which way you slice it You'll both be rotting in hell! <laughs> that was, uh... Anyway, uh, but here, I mean, not only do they make it look so realistic, but they combine it with the sound effects, with the impacts of, like, every fist, foot, oh, yeah. bullets, hatchet, knife, knife yes, everything. They just make it too convincing. There were parts, actually, I had to look away. I couldn't take it. It was pretty brutal. It was brutal. It's so convincing violence and loud noises, but if you are not for that, you might want to stay away from this movie. Um, and if you're all about it, catch it in IMAX, because that's what I saw yesterday. Oh my gosh. Overwhelming. Oh, uh, I only saw it standard. I'm still recovering from my Avengers Endgame, because I actually saw that like two more times. Oh gosh. <laughs> Here we are again talking about Avengers Endgame. If you want to see other movies I have reviewed with special guests, you can find it at our website, 106khq.com. Click the KHQ team tab and then click my name and there you have it. All the episodes of every movie review I have done so far. Anyway, uh, the John Wick 3 here, it it still holds up the continuity. It's, it's still following this story. This is what I like because yeah. it's where it picks up from immediately where the last movie left off this is what i'm talking about when you're trying to do successful sequels and and this is something that the film developers are aware of i gotta applaud them for it yeah they really really revealed to us that these three movies john wick one two and three all take place over the course of maybe two weeks two weeks real world time we have new interesting characters here with this uh with the story of john wick that are not throwaways like with detective pikachu mark dacoscos is another top assassin he is named uh, Zero. He is hired by Asia Kate Dillon's character, who is the what was what was her status? The adjudicator. Adjudicator, yes. The adjudicator. She comes to the high table to judge the, the the establishments that serve the high table. Yeah, she's a rep for the high table. These two are just doing their job. I mean, she she was introduced as a foil, but I couldn't see her or hate her uh, for her character. She's just doing her job. Same thing for Mark yeah. DeCoscos. He's just doing his job. They have these utmost respects uh, for one another, which is what I love about these characters. What I have to take away from the film is uh, the promise of Holly Berry. 
It felt like the film advertiser as she was supposed to be in the oh. whole film, but she only was there for like one action scene. I mean, don't, trip to Casablanca, yeah. Don't promise me Holly Berry and take her away. She's still rocking those looks though, Jimmy. Certainly. She hasn't aged a day. No, she is so hot. We've got some kind of potential tie-in with her and John Wick, you know, because we saw that he has a marker, yeah. kind of like John Wick had a marker for himself in the second film. So we did get to see that fulfilled. It was kind of cool. I'm wondering, though, when she said we're less than even, I'm wondering if we'll see her return. Yeah, and uh, what, what I love about it is that uh, even though he is like, you know, what, what was it, excommunicado, uh, yeah. he is expelled from the, you know, the services and everything, he still uses it and people go like, yeah, sure. Okay. I was like, what kind of thing does he have on them? Honestly, just word of mouth. Everyone knows the Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga. Ah! Also came to to uh, to play out in some very funny ways with Zero there. Yes, yes, I love the banter between uh, him and Zero. Oh, and Mr. Wick, I'm such a fan. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sorry, I tried to kill you earlier. But anyway, now that we got a moment, <laughs> oh, I, I also love Keanu Reeves' tone. Every movie he is in oh, with yeah. uh, this character, he's like, yes. I don't know. So serious, yes. <laughs> He's, Very thought out and, and well-placed words. It's kind of like after all of this, he goes to the drive-thru and it's like, well, Welcome to Burger Burger. What can I get for you? Cheeseburger. Small, medium, or large? Yes. Yes what? You have to be more specific, sir. Don't. Don't what, sir? Please. 598, second window, sir. Thanks. He just re- restricts his words to just a few words. So, I mean, there's hardly, like, you know, any dialogue for him because basically how he talks is, you know, violence. Right. He speaks through acts of just macabre and grotesque Absolutely. Violence. All right, so that is my review on John Wick 3 Parabellum. It is a full ticket price film. Jim, go ahead with your review. You get your money's worth on this one. I liked it. It was, uh, overall, it was nonstop action. Just from, from the very beginning, you open up with John Wick running through the streets of New York, and it ends with John Wick looking up, ready for more even if you can believe it after the what was it two hours and 20 minutes uh timeline i did feel that two hours and 20 minutes compared to endgame which is how do you make two hours three hours and whatever that was feel like the blink of an eye if you can get past the pacing which some of these fight scenes really go on and on and on and you feel how tired these guys are by the end of it just because it's so much in your face it's a good film it it expands upon what i wanted it to expand upon we learn more about the high table how really deeply rooted in human history this organization is and you know there's there's room for more if you can believe it there's room for more in the john wick cinematic universe which i really do think we'll get all right well that is our uh, final verdict on john wick 3 parabellum uh it's definitely worth your money Go see yeah. it as a nighttime premiere. In fact, go see it again if you have the uh, money for it. But me, I got to save my money because I got two more films I'm excited for uh, this month. Uh, and it's not Aladdin. I'm not, I'm not excited. It's not Aladdin. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I am not excited for Aladdin because what actually got me uh, before I think Aladdin was announced was uh, that James Gunn movie called Brightburn. Ah, yes. About the evil alien child with uh, supposed similar powers like Superman. I mean, what would happen if uh, the child actually went, you know, rogue with his power? So I'm excited to see that uh, this upcoming weekend. And then the week after, of course, I have been waiting five years for the follow-up to this movie, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. (laughs) 
big oh, Godzilla yeah. fan. So you'll be ranting and raving all about that kaiju battle. I have already uh, gotten through uh, eight Godzilla movies so far. You marathoning up to the release here? I am marathoning my Godzilla movies right now. A happy moment. All right. Well, that will do it for the podcast. Uh, thank you as always, Jimmy. Hope to see you again. Thanks for having me. No problem. And you enjoy the rest of your Monday. This is Tyler Woods here. Until next time, KHQ.